Masechet Gitin, Daf Tet Vav, we begin the second perek, which is also called Hamevi Get, and returns to the very same subject as the beginning of the first perek. Hamevi Get Mimbidinat Hayam Ve'amad. Befanai Nichtab Aval Lo Befanai Nichtam. Befanai Nichtam Aval Lo Befanai Nichtab. Befanai Nichtab Kulo Ubefanai Nichtam Chetzio. Befanai Nichtab Chetzio Ubefanai Nichtam Kulo Pasul. We saw in the first perek that if they, um, a get is brought by a messenger from um, outside the land of Israel, then he has to say this special formula, it was written and signed in front of me. Why does he have to say that? Well, he has to say it was signed in front of me because that is equivalent to authenticating the signatures. Otherwise, if the husband would ever come in the future and say, oh, those are fake signatures, um, this is uh, not, this is get as a forgery, uh, then we have to go and find the signatories, and that would be very difficult, especially if it's in a different country. And so the rabbis, in order to help the woman, said, listen, you don't have to go find sign- uh, um, the uh, ratification. Uh, you don't have to ratify it in the future if the messenger who brings it says this formula. So this is an alternate, easier way to ratify the signatures. Um, he has to, so that's why he has to see the um, the signing. Now we have to say uh, that was all and which everybody agrees to. Rabba adds that he has to also say it was written in front of me because he has to ensure that it was written lishma for the sake of this particular uh, man and woman um, so it has to be written. Everybody agrees you have to say the full formula, uh, if only because uh, the it, it's a distinguished formula that everybody knows, okay, this is a special law that's for Gitin, this type of ratification and the law of Dishma, uh, the law of Dishma is not needed for other uh, financial agreements and this ratification possibility is not available in other financial legal documents. There's a special law only for Gitin. Okay, so therefore he has to say the full formula. If he only says half the formula, um, and he says it was written in front of me, but it was not signed in front of me, or it was signed in front of me and not written in front of me, no good. Also, if he says that, yes, it was the entire thing was written in front of me, but only half of it was signed in front of me, meaning I only saw one of the two signatures, no good. If he says um, it was only half of it was written in front of me, We'll see which half um, in the Gemara, um, and but it was signed all in front of me. Also, no good um, because he has to know that uh, he has to know that it was Ben Lishma according to Rabbah, or he has to just state the whole formula according to Rava. Now, uh, that's the first set of cases. Next case. Let's say. Okay, we're going to have to discuss. Are these two? What, there's two people here. Are they both agents, or is only one of them an agent? Um, with the Gemara, we'll discuss. But let's say for now they're both agents, and one of them says it was written in front of me, and the other agent says it was signed in front of me. No good, right? Certainly, if one of them is not an agent at all, for sure, no good. But it sounds like even if uh, they're both agents, one agent has to say it was written and signed in front of me. If there are two agents, fine, that's even better. But then at least one of them has to say signed and written in front of me. And here, one saw, saw the signature, one saw the, the writing, so that's, now, that's no good. Or if you have two people that say, we saw it written, but only one said it was signed in front of me, that is also no good. 
It could be it's a different person, maybe either not one, not an agent or not one of the people that said it was signed, it was written in front of me. But Rabbi Yudah Machshir, Rabbi Yudah says it's permitted in that case. Last is Echad Omer Befanei Nechtav Ushnaim Omerim Befanei Nechtam Kasher. If one person says it was written in front of me and two people say it was signed in front of us, that's okay. The reason why that's okay is. Because even if the two that say it was signed in front of us are not agents, they don't need the special law of an agent, this special law that if one person says, then it's considered ratified, that's a special law that only applies to a shaliach. And so in this, in this case, even if they are not shalichim, um, and they said, we testify, we saw these signatures, so two witnesses are permitted to ratify a signature without the very special law. And so they could use the, um, the, the, the normal procedure, and that's why that case certainly would be also fine. Okay, now the Gemara. Ha tu lamali. The Gemara is asking, why do I need this Mishnah? I already learned in the first Perek, the first Mishnah, that one has to say the formula. Right, that was the opening Mishnah of the first Perek. Someone who brings a get has to say this formula. So why do you have to, why do I need this Mishnah here to tell me that, oh, if you didn't say the formula, if half the formula is no good? Because if I only had the first Mishnah and the first Perek, I would say, you should say it. But if you didn't, I might have thought it's still okay. That's why this Mishnah comes and says, no, if you didn't say it, even if you didn't say a part of it, the get is no good. Um, and so even the Avad is no good. Now, the, the phrase, pasul. He testifies that only half of it was written in front of him, even though he saw both signatures, it's no good. Which half did he see being written? If you're talking about is that it's the, um, the first half that he saw, and he didn't see the, the second half of the get written. The get is, has, is, uh, uh, has many sections. So if he saw the first section, wait, then that should be fine because it would be al-azad. When we were talking about lishma, right, and does, does the witness, uh, does the agent have to be there to see the whole thing? And the al-azad says, no, even if he just saw the first half, the, the first line, the first line says the date and the names. That's the main essence of the get. And uh, Rabbi Al-Azhar was of the opinion that if the agent saw the scribe write the first line for the sake of this woman, then we can assume that the rest of it was also written correctly. Um, and so therefore, if the agent said, I saw the first half, being written lishma, then that should be totally fine. So rather, Rav Asher explains that this Mishnah, which says it's pasul, is talking about when the agent said, I only saw the, the last half of the get being written lishma, but I didn't see the beginning being written lishma. That would be a problem. Next. Okay, we're going to bring in this part of the Mishnah in the following discussion. Um, and this is the case where he says, I saw the whole thing being written, but um, uh, I only saw half of it being signed. I only saw one of the signatures. Okay, so now we're going to have three different opinions about um, uh, three different scenarios, and which one is this here referring to? Amad Avchista, Afilu Shenai Me'aidim Al Hatimat Sheni Ayad Sheni Pasul. He says, even if there are two witnesses regarding the second um, uh, signature. In other words, uh, what the agent comes, is one agent, and he says, 
The whole thing was written in front of me. And I also saw one signature. Now, what about the other signature? He said, Rav says, okay, if there's no signature, if there's nobody to testify about that signature, for sure it's no good. But he's adding a chidush, even if there are two independent witnesses that are following the regular ratification procedure on the second, te- on the second signature, it's no good. Why? My ta'ama. Because you have to pick a lane. You can either choose um, to, to, to uh, ratify it in the normal way with two, sign- two witnesses, and there you would need two witnesses for signature A and two witnesses for signature B. Could be the same two witnesses if they happen to know both, uh, both signatories, that's fine. But uh, that would follow the regular uh, procedure for ratification of documents. You can pick that, and then you have two signatures only, and the agent uh, then uh, the agent doesn't matter. Or you could do the takanat chachamim, that's special for gitin, that says for a get, the agent can say and he, as long as he sees he sees both of the signatures were signed in front of him, then that's also considered ratification. But you have to do both signatures using the same method, either both with the regular method of two witnesses or both with the a special method of chachamim of the agent. But you can't mix and match and have one signature ratified by the agent and another signature ratified by two witnesses. You can't mix them together. Okay, so that's the opinion of Rav Chista. This doesn't make sense to me because how could you have a case that's kind of a paradox where if one say, if you have one person that saw both signatures, it would be fine, but now they have two witnesses on the second signature, it's no good. If you had one, the agent himself, see that uh, saw both signatures being, uh, being signed, then that would be okay. And then now you have two witnesses on one of them, sounds like that should be better. Two is better than one. And so Rava offers a different understanding. He says, even if the messenger himself is acting as a witness to the second uh, signature, and yet another witness. So in other words, according to Rabbah, you have the, uh, the agent. The agent comes and he says, what, the first signature was signed in front of me. So that's using the special law of Takanat uh, Chachamim. The other um, signature, um, he is going to act not as an agent, but because maybe he didn't see it actually being signed, but he's going to act as a witness. He recognizes the signature along with someone else. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, that is also pasul. The problem in that case is that one, someone might come and get mixed up and think that this procedure is good not only for a get, but also for a financial document. And what you'll have is money being extracted a full sum of money, minus a quarter, meaning 75%, it doesn't mean 75% of the money, 75% of the testimony will be based on one witness, and you can't have that. Torah says you need two witnesses for financial documents, and each of the witnesses can testify up to 50% of the, uh, uh, about 50% of the evidence. Um, and what you'd have here, if it was a financial case, that would be a problem, is you have one witness saying, okay, I testify about the first signature, so he's 
alone is ratifying one signature, and then on the second signature, he is acting as half, uh, one of two witnesses. So he's testifying about 75% of the full evidence we need, and the other witness only 25%, and that would not be good in financial document, and therefore we, the rabbis say, we can't use it for a get also either, because otherwise it will get mixed up. Um, and so Ravah says, this is the case that the Mishnah is coming to exclude. And now, Matkif la Rav Asher, Mi'ik amidi di'ilu masik le'ihu lekula dibure kasher, hashtadika had behadeh pasul, Rav Asher comes and offers a third opinion because he says, wait a second, you're still stuck in a paradox. How could you have a case where um, if the one agent said the whole thing, he said, I saw both signatures um, in front, signed in front of me, that would be okay. But now, when the agent brings a friend, and has uh, to come and testify along with him. Now it's pasul, right? Two should be better than one. How could two be worse than one? Um, even though, you see, the problem here is that for the second signature, he's not acting in, as an agent, but rather as a witness. Um, uh, still, Rav Asher says, this doesn't seem to make sense. Even if this agent says, I am the second witness. Um, in other words, there aren't two people, there's only one, there's only one person, only the agent. And if he said, I saw both signatures, then that would be fine, right? Then he would, then that would be ratification. In this case, we're not adding any other person, um, so that solves the paradox problem. Um, but here the problem is that for one of the signatures, he's acting as an agent. For the other signature, he's acting as the signatory himself, right? That certainly he could, if a witness comes and says, I am the signature, that is a form of ratification. And that is no good. That's what the Mishnah is coming to teach us. For the same reason that Rav Chista introduced, um, that you have to pick a lane. Either the agent can ratify both as an agent, that's fine, or he can follow the normal procedure, kiyum haget, and that's for the second one. He can say, I am the signatory. Yes, he can do that, but you can mix and match and have one he's ratifying as an agent and one he's ratifying as a signatory himself. That is the problem. That's no good. Uh, that is Rav Asher's opinion. All right, now we're going to try to bring a proof from the structure of the Mishnah itself that Rava or Rav Asher are good, but not the first opinion of Rav Chista. And this is from the structure of each of the clauses of the Mishnah, each one building on top of the other. So we return. Tenan, b'fanay nechtav kulo, b'fanay nechtam chetzio, pasul, ida chetzio hechidame. So the Mishnah said, that if the agent comes and says, the whole thing was written in front of me, but only half of the signature. He only saw one signature. So we ask, what about the other, other signature? Right? Is there any testimony about that? What kind of testimony? If you say that there is nobody at all testifying about the other signature, right? The agent says, I only saw one signature, and there's zero testimony about the other signature, that can't be. Because the next clause, and it's going to be important that this is the next clause, because when Rav Chistat tries to defend himself, that's going to be significant. So the next clause in the Mishnah says a, a, a bigger chidush. It says that if one agent says the whole thing was written in front of me, and another agent says the whole thing was signed in front of me, I saw both of them, that's no good. So if that's no good when one agent sees both of them, then for sure it's no good 
when one agent sees only one of them. <clears throat> the same agent that saw the kitibah, but he sees only one of the witness, of the uh, of the signatures, and he saw he didn't he says nothing about the other signature. But two separate witnesses uh, come and talk about the separate signature. Then for sure that would be no good, right? If when one agent says I saw both signatures, but he didn't see the kitibah um, in parentheses, um, it's no good. Then for sure if one witness sees only one signature, for sure it's no good, and they wouldn't have to say this in this uh, clause in the first half of the Mishnah. Rather, Ela o o Rather, we can uh, explain the Mishnah according to Rava and according to Ravasheh, because according to both of them, <coughs> the one agent sees the whole Ketiba. He also sees one of the signatures and ratifies it as an agent, and he also has something to say about the second signature. Either he testifies as a witness, he recognizes the signature, or he says, that's actually my signature, so he's doing something for the other one. So that's it. that's a, a important chidush that I wouldn't know from the next clause where it's um, two agents and one of them says I saw both of the signatures. So we see according to Rav and Rav this uh, each clause has a chidush. And that's why it's fine. But this, we have to reject Rav Chista because according to Rav Chista, one, the one agent says, I only, only says, talks about one signature that was signed in front of him and says nothing about the other one. Well, I wouldn't need this whole clause at all because I have an even bigger chidush that when one agent who didn't see the signing, who didn't see the writing, sees both signatures, even that's no good. Okay, so that's a challenge to Rav Chista. However, Rav Chista is going to defend himself. Rav Chista, I have a question. The very beginning of the Mishnah that says, it was written in front of me but not signed. So in that case, the, the, the uh, agent says zero about either signature. And why do I need that? If in the next clause you're going to see, we're going to teach that if he sees only one of the signatures is no good, then why do you need to tell me this first clause that when he sees no signatures? Rather, it's clear that the Mishnah is doing a step up uh, structure and saying first is a smaller chidush. And not only that, but even a bigger chidush. And not only that, but even a bigger chidush after that. Right? So we see from the, the first half of the Mishnah, the clauses there are in that order. And so too, in the rest of the Mishnah continues that order. And therefore, when the Mishnah says um, that one witness saw only half of the signatures, that's right, he saw one of his signatures, and he said nothing about the other one. The other one has two witnesses. Right? And that is... Um, and that's no good. Now, it's true, there's even greater chidush in the next part of the, of the Mishnah, which is in the second half of it, that even if one of the, one agent who didn't see the writing sees both of the, uh, signatures, even oh, that's no good. Uh, okay, fine. That's another chidush that's adding, but this is a sufficient chidush for, for this clause that Rav Chista says, and I don't have to go so far as to be so machmir, right? Rava and Rav Asher are adding more chumrot, because according to them, even if the, the agent himself says, um, I recognize the other signature or, signature, or that is my signature, even then it would be no good. Um, they had to add those extra, the, this extra level of stringency because they wanted this clause to be a, a, a bigger chidush then a clause that comes later in the Mishnah. But Rav Chista says, I don't have to do that. As long as I have to, I can go in order and each clause adds something from the clause that, that is a chidush compared to the clause before, 
that is sufficient. The next section of the Gemara is going to go off on a tangent. It's related because we just saw that Afghistan introduced the principle that you can't, you have to drive in one lane, pick a lane. You can't have a two, you can't go in two lanes at the same time, right? We saw that here where you have two signatures and either one agent can ratify both of them by saying the special formula or you can have two witnesses or the regular form of ratification, either the witnesses themselves come and say we signed it or two people, two witnesses for each that recognize signatures or a betin can also compare the signatures to something else that has already been ratified. So you have to do it either by the normal means of ratification or by the special leniency that the rabbi said given to an agent. But you can't have one of the signatures ratified in one way and the other signature ratified in a different method. You can't join different methods. Since we said that, we're going to apply this principle to other areas. And uh, first is going to be for Hilchot Shabbat. If you have a private domain, um, then you can carry in that private domain. Uh, but that needs partitions. And the partitions have a partition for uh, uh, many things in Halakha, including for Hilchot Shabbat, has to be 10 tefachim high. Now, Amad Avchista, Gidud, Hamisha, Mechisa, Hamisha, and Mistarfin Achie, Okolo, Bemchisa, Okolo, Begidud. Avchista said that if you have an embankment that's only five tefachim high, but there's also a hole that goes down to the, into the ground, five tefachim, it's no good. It does not join. Rather, Either you need the wall, the wall has to be um, 10, mech, 10 tefachim high from off the ground, that's enclosed, that's fine. <clears throat> or if you have a hole in the ground um, where, the, uh, the, where, where, where it goes down, uh, 10 tefachim, right under the ground, and you're down in a pit that's surrounded by the embankment, that's also fine. You can do either way. However, you can't join both of these together meaning you can't be in a pit that's only five tefachim high, and around the pit you have a five tefach high fence, because you can't join these two halachot together, right? You have to pick a lane. Either it goes from the ground and above, ten tefachim, or from the ground and below, ten tefachim. That's according to Rav Chista, and that's consistent with what he said before, that you can't join two different mechanisms at the same time. However, Darash Minamar, Gidud Hamisha, Mechisa Hamisha, Mistarfin, Vilcheta, Mistarfin. Amedemar, however, uh, taught, and the Halakha is like him, that if you have an embankment, five, five, five hand breaths go underground. And above that, you, ha you have a five tefach fence. Uh, that also uh, that that is on and at the same uh, uh, at the same place, then they can in fact join together. And so yes, at least for this law, according to Meimad, you can join these two things together against Rav Chista. And tomorrow we'll see another interesting application regarding the Tilat Yadayim. Can you join together uh, two different washings? We'll see uh, a number of different cases um, applied to in the Tilat Yadayim. Baruch Adonai Amen.